Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And Tomas uh, donated $5, says, uh, I think we should still sign one of the top QBs. I think they mean draft, uh, because hopefully we won't be t- uh, picking in the top 10 anytime soon. What do you think? Great question. Um, I don't know. I, I need to delve into the quarterbacks, but realistically, you know, my my two cents on that doesn't matter. And the big thing with that as well is, you know, It'd be nice if you could talk to guys, but that's a really boring and overly sensible take. I think, like you know, there's it was always said how Schneider loved Patrick Mahomes, which is easy for that to come out because you know Patrick Mahomes is pretty good, and it only came out a bit after how much he liked him. Even though you know we heard that he was at his pro day. Same thing happened with Josh Allen, if you remember. I mean, those guys kind of have this special upper 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 traits that like Geno Smith for instance will never have that level of traits so if there is a guy like that who Schneider's besotted with and like you there, say and uh, there are probably two of those guys in this draft that kind of fit that bill those guys Richard. being Will Levis and Anthony Richardson mm. who are not the top prospects either right so then it's like do you have to spend a top 10 pick on that um could you spend number 20 on that uh, does right. that does that mesh well with you know Gino? Because I think we all here think Gino Smith should be resigned. Yeah. And the way it will work out, I think with him being thirty two years old, uh, you know, one year of production, I think that'll be more team friendly than some may have originally thought, especially with the second half dip of the, production. The the other element here is let's say let's say Stroud and Young aren't options for them, whether via availability or say they just don't think they're worth them being picked at five, which honestly there might be an argument for. Um, definitely, I mean, I think they're good quarterback prospects, don't get me wrong, but how do they view Richardson and Levis compared to Drew Locke? 
with that theory behind those types of picks where they're kind of projects, but you really like their tools. Do they like Locke's tools more and do they think he's further along and, internally than we might and think? And on that point, Griff, Pete, when he was talking about the quarterbacks and the quarterback-friendly system, again talked up Drew Locke and said, you know, I've seen him play a number of times and, you know, he's really good, something along those lines. And he's said that all through the season, even when not asked about that. And okay, it's supporting your guy, but clearly they love, they really like Locke's tools. It's just about mm -hmm. harnessing that. You know, the best stuff we saw in the playoffs of Locke was incredibly toolsy and had a lot of people thinking Locke should be the guy over Geno. The bad stuff was, you know, like the sack fumble against Pittsburgh where he forgets, you know, he doesn't reset the protection correctly or doesn't throw hot, but he should have reset the protection. I mean, we've covered that ad nauseum, but mm -hmm. the point being is not the tools, which are the problem with him. The tools are the attraction. The problem is just being ready to play quarterback in the NFL. And mm -hmm. that's something that will be developed over time and in Pete's mind, I'm sure, with the culture that Seattle have. Locke's 26 now. Imagine if he, you know, six years' time after Gino retires, Locke takes over as Seahawks quarterback after the Pete Carroll quarterback factory. That feels unlikely with how the NFL works. But, um, you know, I, I think in Pete's mind, there's probably some sort of ambition there. Lots of quarterbacks play until they're, you know, well, more and more playing into their late 30s. But maybe Gino hangs it up after three consecutive Super Bowls when he's 35. And then Drew Locke takes over. I don't know, but I'm sure there's a scenario in Pete's head where he can make both things work. And Locke does have like serious tools. I don't think we have a doubt about that. So yeah, Griff, I d I'm not sure. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yeah, I'm not sure. And, and to Tamas's question, I'm not so sure about um, if they take a quarterback, then that guy is like, wow, like that. I mean, yeah, goes without saying. But it, it's especially given Seattle's circumstances right now, like, mm. and then that's a lot of pressure. And, and the Seahawks talk about the pressure on these quarterbacks. I, I think it would be more likely, and I guess this is obvious, but I think it's much more likely that they take a, you know, day two, three guy. Sure. Um, and and they don't have to force Stroud or Young if they're not super high on him because they have Geno. Yeah. And then and the, the other element, I, I, I said this last year about this year's class. I was like, well, last year wasn't a great year for needing quarterbacks because also Stroud and Young are coming up. So it turns out they weren't quite what I, speaking personally, they weren't quite what I thought they were going to be. They're still high-end quarterbacks, but they're not like, they're not anywhere near like Trevor Lawrence's level as a prospect, for example. Um, but then that said, next year's quarterback class is genuinely exciting. There are like three or four guys that you might put on Trevor Lawrence's level as, as a as a prospect, um, depending on how their your junior year, senior year goes. So I don't know. Um, it might make sense to hold out one more year. It might make sense to, you know, wait day two. I feel like that's the sweet spot for taking a quarterback this draft is round two. Uh, for Seattle's purposes, but then again, if mm -hmm. they really like one of these guys, all right, I'll swallow that pill. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, like if they want to collect the asset, right? Uh, I just my preference is don't do it at five because you it's just unless yeah. you are just so and like obviously like we have to add the caveat here that like you know if they really like the guy then they should just do it right if that's what they believe in. But my preference is don't do it at five. But anything after five. 
in my mind, I, I'm I'm cool with um with them doing a, with them going quarterback. So 